What do they eat in Portugal? <laughs> Bacalao. Ever heard of that? Yeah, it's disgusting. Really? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And this week, we are going to Portugal. Have you been? Yeah. 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 Have you? I have. When? Why? Why do you uh, not believe him? <laughs> I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was uh, 2014. It was the first holiday and Amanda and I took together. Uh, what did you get up to there? Aside from we went in November. <laughs> oh, yeah. Premium. Um, and we went to Faro, where I think you can fly direct from Bristol. And it was dead. There was, like, no one there. And it seemed like every... a good thing sometimes, no? Yeah, but it also seemed like we were an inconvenience to the entire town. Every person we went near or spoke to was just like... Ugh. Was it a bit like Blackpool out of season vibes? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but with even less charm. Um, it you're was saying, beautiful. You're saying the Portuguese people aren't charming? Uh, shots, they weren't. Shots fired straight <laughs> They off. weren't then. I'm sure, I'm sure people in the bigger cities in the sunshine uh, are nice. Um, it's far away in the sunshine usually. I mean, yeah, yeah I guess I guess it is, but it wasn't in November. Mm. Um, but it was quite cool. We went, uh, went kayaking, realized how much of a wuss Amanda is, because uh, we were kayaking through, basically, they've got this whole wetlands on the south coast of Portugal called the Ria Famosa, which is just loads of little inlets, and it's like mm. a tidal area. And we were kayaking through there, and there was one bit that was so shallow that we had to like walk the kayak through. And I gave Amanda my GoPro so she could just walk. And then she was like sinking up to her ankles, I would say. And I've got a video. Uh, maybe I can send it to you. But it's... Kev, I'm stuck. Kev, Kev, I'm stuck. I think you've probably seen the video. No, I don't. But I can picture, ah! I can picture it. <laughs> what, she's just stuck in a, bit of, in a bit of sand? Yeah, yeah, she absolutely shit her pants. Oh, Amanda Ford. Um... But it's a very, very funny video, um, and she had a terrible time kayaking. <laughs> I think she was still trying to like put on the not put put it on because she is adventurous in a lot of ways. But she and she did do the Mongol rally. She did That's do the Mongol rally, but she doesn't like kayaks or water at all. It's a very different kind of yeah. rally. Uh, so she was very scared doing that. But we had a really nice like for the most part. It was really lovely, and there were loads of cool birds and. And stuff like that. And then on the way back, it started getting windy. And the water was like like really dark. It was like black. But, and she was like, tears, tears were rolling Aww. down her face. Bless her. Uh, and I was like, Amanda, it's not that bad. And then I stuck the oar in the water. And it was like, stuck. It just, yeah, it was like three foot, three foot Aww. of water. But it's still, it's still scary for people who are scared of water. So that bit was cool. And we were broke at the time, so we were like really, really scrimping. And we got a bus to Lagos from there. What, in Nigeria? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, which is uh, west. It's like the west, southwest point of, of Portugal. Is it like um, their land's end? Kind of, yeah. Does it have like a really shit fudge shop? And Do you have to pay to get to Lagos, the, the tip? Because Land's End's fucking expensive. It's not. You don't have to pay to go into Land's End. You do? You do if now. you want to actually yeah. go to Land's End. I was there like a year ago. I didn't have to pay oh, to go I was in. there like two years ago and I had to pay. Well, I didn't pay. What, because you pay I for went... the parking? No, you have to like walk. Like it's 
just it's a like whole a area, isn't stuff, it? It's yeah. like a. Oh, but you don't. You don't get your photo by the yeah, by yeah, the yeah. sign. No. You don't have to. Yeah, like. yeah. I walked out to the end. I didn't pay for it. Uh, maybe if you walk, the pedestrians are fine. Maybe. Well, we drove there. Oh, well, I was there, I was there a couple of months. Wait, ago was there no like parents. gates? Like uh, there was barriers when we were there. I definitely didn't pay to go in. Oh, uh, you went to the wrong land's end. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bunch of white buildings. I know. Yeah. I, on the tip I've of been the... there several times. Yeah, I haven't paid any any other times. Oh, fuck this! Oh. Just come get me, Cornish Camp Cornwall Council. <laughs> yeah, have that, you bastards. Yeah. Um, but no, there's no. I don't think it is the southern tip. It might be, uh, but we did go through somewhere very, very famous, which is oh. possibly the most famous place in Portugal. Lisbon? No, is it Praia de Luz? Is oh, that is that the with the cliffs in the water? No, 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 no. That's oh, that is Lagos. Uh, oh. But no, Pride of Losers, where uh, a small girl went missing. <gasps> no oh. way! Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, we went through there, and it was like we saw the sign. It was like, oh fuck! When, like that made it way more real. Wait, there's a oh. sign for Madame <laughs> McCann. <laughs> no, Steph. for Pride of Losers. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, no this is that like, would have been a much easier search, I think. Uh, yeah, Madeleine Raikan is like the moment I moved here, probably the first day, everyone was like, Madeleine Raikan. I don't know why it's such a big story. Like, no one, obviously, she's English, obviously, or, or was, yeah, who maybe, knows? Maybe, but for, like, maybe for the international listeners, <laughs> the international listener. Um, <laughs> Do you, who, do you want to explain who Madeleine McCann was? Uh, it was a... In, in, an, it um, in, an, was. Un, in an unbiased way. <laughs> I was just going to say the situation, basically. Mm. Uh, it's a story about a girl getting abducted from, like, a hotel room while her parents were sat down by the pool having food. Mm. And, uh, in Portugal. In Portugal, in Praia de Luz, uh, where I've been. In, Not like, what, 2000? It was fucking ages Long ago. Time ago like yeah. yeah, and people still talk about it now because the parents are still actively looking. Yeah. Didn't they arrest someone for it? I think, I don't know. Oh, she there's a whole, like, if you want to go deep, like, you can go deep with that on the internet. Like, there's oh, yeah. so much I, I stuff about it. At some point, you need to just let it go. Like, accept it. Accept your child is dead. <laughs> and just <laughs> move on. No, no you're right, though. Like, it's true, yeah. like. Yeah. She, like, she I mean, it's only going to be hurting She ain't coming back. Like, and also, but it should be about twenty five now. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how how long ago it was. It was a very long time ago, though. Mm. Either way, it looked nice as we drove through. Um, <laughs> Which wow. dates did you drive so. through? I know it was two thousand five, wasn't it? <laughs> Want to make you a suspect here? Yeah, uh, I think you were like ten years late. Yeah, it was. Mm. It was ten years late. Yeah, paradise. Yeah. Um, I almost went to Portugal. Why? Because why? What? No. Why? Almost. <laughs> so, the year is twenty twenty one, and flights got cancelled. Mad McCain <laughs> still hasn't been found. <laughs> no, we, we, Masha and I were meant to go to Madeira, mm-hmm. which is a stunning place. I've never been to Portugal, so obviously, like, I was like in the. There's no Western European countries I've not been to, like France, Spain, Italy, Germany, like all those. Mm. So Have I, I you been to, like, to Ireland? I guess that's west. Yeah, I've not. Well, of course that's west. Yeah, but it's more like north for me. Like it's if you look at, it, you're right. Like, Fun fact: Portugal's the most western, westerly European country. Yeah, that's not surprising. But yeah. um, so well, I wanted to. What about to, Iceland? Uh, Does the Azores count? Maybe that's further Port- over. Ah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a geographer. 
Good thing we do a travel podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, EasyJet cancelled our flights. Bastards. Uh, which was a shame because I was really looking forward to it. So where'd you uh, go instead? Um, as the Bedminster. Nice. Yeah. Stay there for a couple of days. Yeah, because 24 hours. So. What's your Riviera? <laughs> Did you just buy loads of like... <laughs> port and mid- and like did you buy portuguese food and beer like get a few bottles of sagras <laughs> and then try and recreate it just put on some funny accents like spanish but mixed with slavic and then call it a day it's <laughs> a weird language it is I've i got well you two know a lot about languages i know absolutely fuck all i've got parts um, of my family from northern spain like galicia and when i was a kid i used to go quite a lot and they've got their own dialect slash language still and listening to them, I wouldn't understand a word. And I speak Spanish, but I didn't understand a word. It sounded like a mix of like Portuguese, German, Dutch, and Italian. It was a, in Spanish. It's the weirdest thing, and it's very close to Portuguese. Mm. So, but Portuguese it's really nasal, is isn't it? Portuguese. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No. Apparently, and I don't know. That's something. No. I've, <laughs> no. Something I always heard about, but I don't have any facts to like prove it. Um, Portuguese and maybe Hungarian are the two only languages that have every sound any other languages use or something like that. We haven't got clicks. Like yeah, so Gaza. maybe it's European languages. Because, All right then. Because well, I Trevor know I can't do <laughs> Because they've got the, like in Spanish, like in English, TH, and no one else really has that. I mean, Spanish people definitely have that sound. Different though. Galicia. Yeah, but it's not z Galicia. 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 It's more like dry. Doesn't it have double Ds like in Welsh? Way. <laughs> 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 probably has a sound though. That's that's the strange part. I feel like you've 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 put out quite a big fact. Look, it's something it my dad with. used to tell me. And to, I just to believe put it. you to sleep at night. <laughs> there, there, little Edward. <laughs> Let's talk to you about phonet- phonetics in European languages. Um, oh, yeah. yes, Daddy. I did prof- like say it wasn't necessarily true. It's just something I heard. Now you do with that what you wish. We have to, but we have to. Pre- we also just preface every, like, every podcast. <laughs> something <laughs> I don't. Have this to, might be wrong. But something I don't uh, have to say. This might be wrong. Is um, the housekeeping bit. Nice. Portugal is not a massive European country. 92.2 uh, square kilometers. <laughs> 92. <Nope. laughs> Try it again. <laughs> 92,200 <laughs> 92, square kilometers, <laughs> which is 35.4 Luxembourgs. Excellent. Yeah. Good number. Population of just over 10 million, 10.3 million, which is 17 Luxembourgs. And funnily enough, there's a massive amount of uh, Portuguese people in Luxembourg. It's like the second after the French immigration, um, as in... I remember you saying, saying this yeah, in, the, in the episode. They all came in the 70s for, I think, 60s, 70s to work in mines. And now it's like... In space, when they got to the moon. <laughs> underground mines. And so some still. sort of like Luxembourgish moon bre- mines can be underground program. <laughs> <laughs> but the financial nice of the Luxembourgish mixed with the mining capabilities of the Portuguese <laughs> <laughs> will be unstoppable. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Portuguese like, is the sixth most spoken language on earth. Uh, Brazilians really help there, though. Yeah. And there's a bunch yeah, of countries in Africa. Heavy lifting, yeah, <laughs> the 10 million Portuguese don't really do much there when there's like 300 million. True that. 
But there's a, there's like three or four African countries. I know Angola, Angola. Angola. I think Mozambique speak Portuguese. Ooh. I might be wrong. Okay. Again, very well researched. Yeah. Sorry, I cut across your, uh, your housekeeping. No, there's, oh well, that's it. Population and, and, and size. Um, yeah, it's got the sea, of course, because it's part of the Iberian Peninsula. It's got the sea. Yeah, I mean, Portuguese were very, very important, and the sea was very important. Yeah. For, for the seas. Yeah. Do we have anything to say there? I've got, got loads of history, but there's too much of it. Again, there's too much history. Yeah, you're going to say that with every country. Yeah, but some are a bit shitter than others. The colonialism, <laughs> basically inventing <laughs> colonialism. Yeah, they were the first ones. Yeah, they were uh, the first ones who uh, did slavery as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good on you, well, Portugal. First, first Europe, <laughs> European country. They were. That's what the Oh, you mean said. like the slave trade? Slave trade. The slave yeah. trade, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone did slavery. Like the Romans, I'm sure, did as well. Oh, for well, sure. I got a, I'll, I'll give you a, a whistle-stop tour of Portuguese history. Excellent. Yes, mission everything. Celts, back in the day. Well, Neanderthals. Celts, like, mm. like Kev and myself, who are, are from Celtic countries. Were there many Celts in Luxembourg? Probably would have been at the yeah, time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was Celts. Murdered. Yeah, so Celts, then you had um, Car- Phoenicians, Carthaginians. You know, goes all the way down. Romans were there, obviously. Mm. They, uh, after Romans fucked off, you had a little bit of a reconquista. You know the reconquista? Mm-hmm. When they pushed all of the, the Muslims conquering, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's when the proper kingdom of Portugal happened in uh, 1383. Then you have um, disputes with Castile, which went on for a bit longer. Um, it's like it's so they're so intertwined. Like the Union of Spain and Portugal, apparently they were one country for about 60 years. Um, when was that? Sorry, 1580 to 1640. Basically, the the Spanish and the Portuguese were really big uh, after the Middle Ages. I've got so before industrialis- industrialization. By and then I sort of go back a bit. African explorations were happening in like the late, in like the mid fourteen hundreds. And you got obviously got our, your boy Christoph Christophelis. <laughs> C the big C the C word. That um, was a big C word, wasn't he? Uh, faffing off, finding bits of new land, new worlds. Um, well, going the wrong direction. Yeah, well, and also you have things like Goa, which was like oh, yeah. parts of India. Well, Goa, obviously. Sri Lanka was a Portuguese colony. Um, lots of, I think the Philippines were Portuguese. Macau. Macau, yeah, that's, that makes it, this is what I was saying in the car on the way up. They, like, I think it was within the last 30, 40 years, they came out of Macau. Portuguese Macau. Really? Showing that So they, recently? Yeah, yeah. That they were the longest reigning colonialists in history. Really? The Brits? Did the Brits not like... Yeah, they, start, they started before, didn't they? So they, they mm, did all yeah, that. Yeah, but... Uh, anyway, so there's a whole, whole thing of colonization. They fucking had it. They were the first. First overseas colonizers by sea. And they got some good, good bits of real estate, obviously, Brazil. Mm. Angola, all the bits we talked about. Um, And then I jumped forward again all over the place today. Uh, There's dictatorship, the Salazar dictatorship from 1926 to 1974. Mm. A lot of people didn't realize this. Sided with Franco and the Nazis during the Spanish Civil War and then the Second World War. Do you know how 
that all finished? Alzheimer's? I don't know. Uh, he had... Uh, it was Alzheimer's. I think oh, it was oh, Alzheimer's. Oh, yes. One for one. I think it was Alzheimer's. One second. Let me double check. And the then exact. they were like, oh, you know what? We'll just stop with the dictatorships. Or was there any uprising? Well, they'll just conveniently forget about it. Oh, he has <laughs> Alzheimer's <laughs> jokes. Came down with the sickness. Uh, a stroke. Close enough. Um, but he was unable to continue his duties, uh, and he was replaced as prime minister by Marcelo Cetano. Cetano, and then the the stroke kind of disabled Salazar, and he was never told that he wasn't prime minister, and he died thinking he was prime minister two That's years later. That's nice, though, in some yeah, ways. I think it is, but also a dictator. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, a monster. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it is nice to kind of keep. Keep the dream alive, I guess. It's a bit like that episode, that film. We've seen it. It's a German film called Goodbye Lenin. Heard about that? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, about to say. It's exactly the same, yeah. It's so good. I well, forgot yeah, about it. You just remind... Oh, I wanted to watch that again. It's so good. His mum ends up in a coma, basically, and is very, very fragile. So he has to pretend that... The wall hasn't fallen. Yeah, still yeah, in, yeah, in two yeah. countries. Uh, East Berlin. I remember the scene where he's, like, hiding the Coca-Cola yeah. uh, billboard outside. Um, so back to back to <laughs> Portugal. Yeah. So after since 1974, you had the revolution of the carnations, which probably the first flower-based revolution has been low since then. You know, really popular, and they've just been a sort of not to sound harsh to Portugal, a bog-standard European country like most of them. Yeah, with pretty views though. Yeah, like really nice. Don't get me wrong. But Great just, food. Yeah. The people in the south weren't nice in November, so I'm thinking that's just a November issue. Or oh, just a like south lizards. issue. <laughs> yeah, they're just cold. I did see some lizards there, actually. There was a home to chameleons on, on a specific no island. Way. Yeah, well, yeah. indigenous. Well, they, they shipped over. No, I think they're indigenous, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Can, they, can all chameleons change colour? I don't know. Is it just jazzy ones from Madagascar? Possibly the jazzy ones. <laughs> yeah. I do have some wildlife stuff. Are you? Are you? Yeah, continuing? I, sorry, it was terrible history because there's so much, and honestly, it would just be a, a list of kings and mm. dukes, and I couldn't be bothered to read it all out. Fair enough. Fucking ages. Just one thing I want to add: you talked about Brazil being Portuguese. Do you actually know why Brazil is Portuguese and the rest of Latin America is Spanish? Well, in French and Dutch, Dutch, but like generally, like Spanish yeah. speaking, because. The colonialists, when they were like, the basically Spain and Portugal were going at it. They were like, let's colonize everything. And then the Pope was like, you can't fight over this. You take this bit and you take that bit. And they oh, just like they just split the world in half, right? They split the world in half, or at least America in half, and everything that was east of the line, uh, Brazil, uh, Portugal could take, and everything that was west of the line, Spain could take. So the Pope wasn't against colonialism and murdering people and you know taking over countries, but he was against <laughs> the colonialists fighting between yeah, each it's other. It's win-win for him, though, isn't it? Same churches everywhere. Yeah, don't give true. a fuck. Yeah. Same money. Actually, making, same young yeah. boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. You can go to wildlife. Talking about animals uh, well, anyway. I'm, while we're on history, I've got a few whistle-stop historical fun facts. Obviously, one of the founding members of NATO in the early days. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they've got the longest official alliance of any countries in history with England in the 1300s. Really? Yeah. Was that just to protect against like the Spanish yeah. Armada and stuff? Like so, that? like during World War II, the Azores were used as a English base. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Has it been in the middle of nowhere for them? I guess to stop like das U-boats going into the Atlantic. Das U-boats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it makes sense. And they're uh, super sexy sea-based scheiser parties. <laughs> How do you say scheiser in Portuguese? Merda. Okay. Well, I don't know, but I was just suppose. <laughs> um, in 1662, uh, the Portuguese brought tea to, the, to England. In 1662? It's so, quite late, isn't it? Uh, Portugal was the first country to introduce tea to Europe. And in 1662, Catherine of Braganza of Portugal married Charles II and she brought tea to the royal house in England for the first time. Did you, did you just bring the leaves and like taught them how to do it? Or, like, I think did so, you? yeah. I, well, I wasn't there. But hmm. yeah, I think that's how it, how it went. <laughs> Imagine how confused it would have been. Like, why the fuck do you bring some grass in? Like, <laughs> putting it in the water. I know Let's smoke it. <laughs> um, I can't remember when it was. It's in the Napoleonic era. Do either of you know what? 18, 18, early 1800s. Basically, the royals fled to Brazil. Um and they moved to Rio, and then they made Rio the capital of Portugal. Oh, nice. Making it the first capital outside Europe mm. of a European country. Um, hmm. And that's other fun facts of history. The earliest history, though, was uh, 400KA. I think that's 100,000 pre-AD. Wow. What? Um, 100,000? Yes. Are you be uh, talking about rocks or something? A cranium of a uh, previous human species. or a, Really? Yeah. Cranium represents the westernmost human fossil ever found in Europe during the middle of the Pleistocene epoch. Would you be able to, one of you, confirm what KA means? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Um, or Pleistocene. So it was a recently discovered cranium, one of the earliest fossils of, uh, of Europe. And it says it's firmly dated around 400 KA. So take that as you will. <laughs> and yeah, there are lots of animal remains. So they ate and they had stone tools. They ate uh, older species that no longer exist. Hmm. And it's uh, a massive contribution to the debate of the origin of Neanderthals and the pattern of human evolution. So it kind of gave the example that Neanderthals were only a few miles away from humans and they were living at the same time. But they weren't. They were. They were. They were. What? Humans and Neanderthals were living at the same time. I thought Neanderthals were just our ancestors. No. No, different different DNA, different type of. So are we? Sorry. So we're we're Homo sapiens. Ah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Homo yeah. Of course. Yeah. Neanderthals. Yeah. But uh, some people have got Neanderthal DNA, haven't they? Like quite yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine I've got some. Why? Why would you I'm say very, that? Very very hairy. Is hairiness a sign of Surely neand- Neanderthalism? <laughs> I'm guessing it would help. Ed, <laughs> what do they eat in Portugal? Oh, they yeah. They eat um, bacalao. Ever heard of that? Yeah, it's disgusting. Really? It's I disgusting. Like, I like bacalao. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that Scottish woman. Share a light, mate. Share a light. Yeah, she, ba- you didn't flush the shit in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, bacalao is minging. Bacalao, no, do, do you know what it is? Nope. It's dried salted cod. Uh, and it, I find it really good, not for every day, but I've had it several times 
I'm a uh, big fan of salted fish. Actually. And, and it's, it's really good. Uh, so it's the national dish, but there's not just one recipe for it. Like bacalao is just the fish. So you can have it with like they rice. They have it with like chips. Salt. Yeah, you can have it with chips, but... They're not, they're not, not crispy. They're like damp chips with... Well, British like, chips are not exactly crispy either, usually. Yeah, but they're incredible. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently... Rumor has it there's them that there is more than 365 different ways to cook bacalao, so you could have a bit of bacalao every day of the year. And some people even say it's an underestimation. What is 365 different oh. ways to do it? Okay, so there's more than 365 ways. Potentially, there's but, some yeah, people they should say. stop trying some so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I find it quite good. I understand that it's not for everyone though because it's salted fish is a bit weird. But I, I, it's not I, like the the you know Eastern European salted fish. It's like yeah, I know, I know. I'm not back around. Yeah, I, have yeah, I quite different. like the Eastern European. Yeah, that, that's good fish. as well, but it's different. There's that you one where you cold. have to, uh, the swim bladder. Have you done that? I did it in Russia, where they take the swim bladder out of the salted fish and then slightly melt it with a lighter and then you chew it. And it's like salty, fishy chewing gum. I think they'll take the piss out of you there, mate. You reckon? Probably, yeah. yeah. It sounds like did they it. try it in front of you? Yeah, yeah. They oh, were doing okay. it as well. So they were like, this is my favourite bit. And eating it. Fair. They're probably because they just like the <laughs> lighter fluid. <laughs> um, yeah. There's two more things I've got. Just to buy it, it reminds me a little bit of that Portuguese man. There's probably some old, like, 80-year-old Portuguese guy who's a bit like um, Bubba from Forrest Gump talking through all the different types of shrimp. It's like, you got bacalao burgers. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, also I think when whenever we do a kind of a European country or a country that we have access to some of that food, we need to bring it on. Like, yeah, like, we like, like but bacalao would like stink up the place. Uh, that's not my place. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then then what what goes around is all around. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is all around. Talking about stinking, I remember. So, growing up, our neighbours were Portuguese, and every... he, are you saying they stink? No, God, you have Edward. This <laughs> is not looking good for you. Um, no, but they, it did stink every day of the. Of the of Just the leave summer. it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they were cooking. especially when they get warm. <laughs> they <are>. the <laughs> sardines. You'd come, you'd come, when your the sardines get warm. On the is grill. That what, is that what you call them in Luxembourg? <laughs> Dad would come home. What are those bloody Portuguese stinking up the apartment building for? We'll be good when they fucked off to the moon to mine for us. We'll be a happier country. Just, and then, then just, just need to make sure the audience knows this is not. These are not my words. He chants whatever the Luxembourgish equivalent of e e EDF is, <laughs> and then moves on with his day. EDF energy. Do you mean EDL? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was English Defence. Oh, EDI it is, yeah. My apologies, Tommy Robinson. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they would cook sardines a lot because like, they love sardines and specifically grilled sardines. And I love a good sardine, but I remember like every day of the like summer or every weekend, they would just smell of fish um, constantly. Uh, not necessarily bad memory, to be honest. Um, but they also love canned sardines any type of sardines um and for dessert or like a treat they would have pastel de nata uh, it's the little custard tart thing, yeah right? yeah delicious and what did you say pastel de nata pastel de nata pastel pastel, pastel. P. do you know what that means it's pastry, pastry birth, yeah. i guess 
in Spanish, pastel. Yeah, nata, like. No, no, nata is uh, cream. Is it? Yeah, natal is kind of birthy. But I mean, I guess it could be similar. But pastel means uh, cake in Spanish. So I suppose something similar. And do they drink anything special? Wine. Just just a little little preamble to that. I don't have anything on it. Um, Really? Port. You're ignoring me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. They're really popular in Cardiff, Pastel de Natas. Yeah? There's one oh, here in they? Bristol on Park Street. Yeah, There's a from, shop that sells Pastel yeah, it's, de Natas. It's, it's a chain from Cardiff. Honestly. Really? I think them in Greg's words. In Cardiff? Yeah. That's how popular they are. Wait, you had Pastel de Natas? <laughs> in... <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, in Greg's? I, I shit you not, in Cardiff there are about 15 to 20 Portuguese bakeries that all do Pastel de Natas. Yeah, but not in Greg's. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, I tried the ones on uh, Park Street in Bristol. Tesco's, Tesco's and Sainsbury's in Cardiff sell them. I've definitely eaten them before. Uh-uh. They're good, but the ones yeah. in that bakery were not like that. Sell specifically More that. Shots not fired that good. By Ed. I thought. Well, it's I've hard had really to, good ones Lux- in Luxembourg lo- because yeah. we've got so many good ones. It's the Luxembourgish made them, not the bloody Portuguese. Don't you? <laughs> Just stole the recipe, sent no. them to the moon. <laughs> not with their grubby Portuguese hands. <laughs> quote <laughs> Ed. Um, we, I, I love Portuguese people as well. They're great people. So please don't make me sound <laughs> like a horrible person. My best friend growing up was Portuguese. Hope yeah, doing, yeah, I'm uh, friends with them. Yeah, okay, that's what, that's what well, they always Diogo. say. Was is that is that what? Do they let the did your parents let you call the help? Your oh friend? my god! <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't get it out. It was so horrible. Um, anyway, they, the, in uh, in Australia, they you know the custard slices, yeah. which I'm guessing is just a Shit British devolved version. British yeah. version. They call them snot blocks. <laughs> Fair enough. Man, they give me a fucking snot block. There might be like a, a Luxembourgish Portuguese fusion pastry. I don't actually know if it exists in um, in so Portugal, it's but it's like a it's, bean paste tart. No, it's it's the same thing. Bean paste. There's on top. It's the same thing, but just better because it's made by Luxembourg. I, I actually prefer the pastel de nata, but it's like an egg shape. Uh, I'm sure there's a better word to say that. Like infinity sign. Yeah, an infinity sign. And in, in the two gaps, that's where the cream is. So it's just doubled. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not as crispy. It's more like a, a croissant uh, uh, oh. dough yeah, yeah. rather than in like a proper... But they use cake. they use a, a they use a puff pastry dough. Yeah, but it's, it's slightly different. I don't know, the, the pastel de nata feels crispy. Uh, the croissant though feels like the inside of a croissant, so like the eight is oh, I know, kind I know. of fluffy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I forgot what they're called. I know what you mean. Mm. And you're saying that, like it's laminated puff pastry. I, th- I think okay. it's like a. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's cool. <laughs> really? <laughs> you put butter, fold it, butter, fold it. Yeah, that's lamp dough lamination. Oh, I thought. Uh, but isn't puff pastry exactly like that anyway? Yeah, but puff pastry doesn't use a yeasted dough to start with. It uses unyeasted. Oh, whereas a croissant is a yeasted laminated dough. Interesting. So, uh, well, I watched Bake Off once. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What do they drink in Portugal? 
Wine and Ports. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Water, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what they're drinking. Oh, I was just going to talk oh. about port, because uh, it's basically just wine mixed with brandy, isn't it? I've never had I port. I have. You've n- never had port? No, I know. I'm sure, <laughs> like cooking or something, you had it, no? Well, I've, you, I've cooked uh, with port, yeah. A, a steamed chef. I've cooked with it, yeah, yeah. but I didn't. Well, they, it's really sweet. Didn't, oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. I think you'd like it. I'm, I, to be honest, I, I think I, have, I suffer from a little bit of um, reverse snobbery when it comes to port. Because all I snob. yeah, I think, and I think I'm very, very sort of, I'm a massive reverse snob. Like, I can't think of anything worse than sitting and drinking port and eating cheese. I'm sure it's great, but it's just what love fucking, a bit of gout, mate. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's just what the Tories do. <laughs> so, yeah. like, oh, I see what you mean, reverse. How could you, how could you do it? But but it's it's mixed. I think it's brandy um, that they mix it. Uh, mixed to be with honest, wine. If it were me, I'd rather just have them separately. Yeah, at the same t- at the same <laughs> time, but separately. Yeah, but they put brandy in it to make it last longer on the ships. That makes sense. Yeah, on the ships. I thought you said the chips. I was like, on the chips. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> nice. To be honest, Portuguese food doesn't really strike me as oh god, it's gonna be that interesting. In the sense that, like, don't get me wrong, pastilla de nata is tasty, sardines great. I mean, the seafood is really yeah, I'm sure. for being some of the best in the world. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's really delicious. But maybe I, I don't know enough about Portuguese cuisine, but I couldn't name you a single Portuguese dish that is eaten regularly in this country. In the, in the UK? Yeah, or anywhere. There is so buy, many Portuguese restaurants not, back home. You're not oh, fucking Nando's, mate. Yeah, yeah, Piri, 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 that's not Portuguese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Piri, Piri, South Piri, African. It's yeah, South the, the chain, chain is South African, but Piri Piri, Piri, Piri chicken yeah. is a Portuguese. No, it's restaurant. not. It is. It is. It's, it is. it's one of my facts. No, it's not. Right. I've, chicken Piri Piri, outstanding Portuguese chicken dish. During the age of exploration in the 15th and 16th centuries, Portuguese explorers shit, traveled through coastal Africa and discovered many new spices. Uh, one of the spices was a small spicy chili pepper known as Piri Piri. Um, or African devil. So I guess you're right, it's African, but they made it a dish. Yeah, they brought the spices back, but you could say that for any spice, really. Yeah, that's true. Um, All right, so aside from Nando's, sort of, you know, it's an African company, but yeah, whatever. They they cook a lot of octopus as well. Now that I realise how smart and beautiful octopi are, I don't think I could ever eat it again. Have you had it before? Uh, yeah, I used to cook baby octopus in work. It's fucking horrible. Baby octopus. Yeah. It's basically Delicious. whole octopus, right? Yeah, tiny, yeah. tiny little fuckers. Oh, I've never seen Shot them in a pan. Oh, tingly. Oh, actually, that reminds me. Speaking of baby octopus, so when me and Amanda were on that trip and we were broke, we ended up on the last <laughs> night. We were like, <laughs> shit, YouTube. we've got like a hundred euros left. Let's get fucking blotto. Blotto. <laughs> So we went for a really nice meal, and I just said, "Send me all of your fish." It was before I was veggie. And it was just a sizzling plate of baby octopus. And I was just like throwing them back oh, like no. like sweets. I do like octopus, to be fair. I've never had baby octopus, but like Spanish type uh, tapas octopus. Oh my God, so good. Shouldn't eat, paprika. eat anything else, just not octopus. Yeah. What's the, I mean, what's the problem with it apart from killing an animal? Well, they're just really, really smart. Yeah. They can open they're jars cool. and shit. Yeah, but 
They remember yeah. things. So fish are dumb. Is that a reason it's to kill them? Yeah, no, but fish are dumb. Is that a reason not to yeah. eat it? No, no, you should eat fish. They're, they're by and large. Um, I'm gonna have to beat that. Can't say that one anymore. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's that's a huge debate. Really, does intelligence mean you shouldn't eat it? But yeah, where do you draw the line? Because pigs are supposedly super intelligent. Yeah. But don't eat them either. So. Yeah. real smug so yeah uh, I ate a bunch of that drank a bunch of red wine oh I hope you vomited I did oh my oh. god in the middle of Bell looked like fucking Carrie it was awful <laughs> it was there was a courtyard in the uh, in the hostel and there was a drain in the middle of the courtyard and I was just lying getting, on my side this is really just, this is getting like you were lying on your side oh, like on Eli, the floor in the courtyard yeah it's oh, like an Eli Roth we, film me and Amanda got fucking annihilated we went to this other bar and they were doing like a nissan leaf launch or something like that oh yeah and um <laughs> they were just like giving us loads of free octopus lo loads of <laughs> loads of octopus no just endless cocktail vouchers and we just stumbled home do you think you accidentally bought loads of nissan leafs under different names <laughs> i definitely should have and then yeah i was thrown up in the middle of the courtyard and then um Amanda didn't set her alarm properly for our flight the next morning. And we had like an hour and a half from waking up to get to the airport, to get in on the plane. And we had checked luggage and they were like, oh, we've closed. We can't take checked luggage. So we had to go through and take out like all of my camping tool stuff and <laughs> things like that. Uh, you left it there? No, all, all of my shit that we had to take out. Yeah, there's, we didn't have time. And then Amanda fainted on the plane. Because wow. she was so hungover. Did, did you get to, did you shout to a doctor on board? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was sat there and she kept on going to the toilet because she felt really sick. And then... Uh, I imagine going to the toilet after Amanda, there's some fucking octopus and, and red wine. She, did, like, she didn't eat, eat that. It probably looked like fucking self-done abortion. <laughs> oh, oh no. DIY. <laughs> uh, but she just went, I was just like, oh, I'm going to be sick. Walked down the aisle and I just heard like... Dum -dum. And I looked looked out in the aisle, <laughs> and I just saw her leg sticking out. And, oh uh, no! Yeah. And they oh were like, God. "Do you want us to get you a wheelchair for when you get off the plane?" And Amanda's like, "The proudest, most stubborn person you'll ever meet." She's like, "No, no, it's fine." So she just, we just felt like shit for the rest of the day. Aww. Poor bastards. What oh, an episode for her. She's not even here to defend herself. <laughs> no, no, she was. Well, I mean, she was. She was great. We we had a very good time that night. We were absolutely battered. Well, speaking of bad experiences in Portugal, oh. Oh, let me guess—it's a hotel where Madeleine McCann was abducted. Oh, oh one star! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I bet the hotel is probably nice. They just don't have good security. I'll be honest; I completely forgot. Or locks. I completely forgot about Madeleine McCann. Yeah, me too. <laughs> before doing this, um, this is this is. Oh God, I can't even think straight. <laughs> oh my God, it's, <laughs> trying to think of Madeleine McCann-related jokes. As per usual, brought to you in association with the Alpha Guest House, Bristol's premium guest house accommodation, better security than wherever Madeleine McCann was abducted from, allegedly, and an older patio, which is where she's obviously buried. <laughs> this, is, this is the Alpha Guest House International. And um, this one is the Don 
Tenorio Apart Hotel. I'm not sure how I feel about apart hotels as a concept. Oh man, um, is that a hotel complex of just apartments? I think it's I think it's a mixture of both hotel rooms and then small, small, slightly larger hotel rooms with a four burner. <laughs> they call them yeah, apartments. Basically, um, we checked out after two days. So outdated, and you didn't want to get pictures. Tried to promise. We wanted to stay for five nights, but left after two. The kitchen facilities was bad, as in bad, all capitalized. And we decided to leave after we received an electric shock twice while cooking water on the stove by touching the pot. Badly equipped kitchen. All of us were freezing at night. Uh, only blankets with and the dilapidated rooms with immense draft coming through the whole apartment. Worse was the green water in the big pool caused by seaweed. Oh. And the breakfast was a laugh. People had to supply their own breakfast with everything from yogurt to fruit. It's <laughs> an apart hotel, of course. But presumably they have fruit, like a breakfast there. Um, I've got one. Terrible. The cooker gave my husband an electric shock. The owner, that seems like a, <laughs> a trend. Common trend yeah. The owner blamed him for cooking water in a pot. The children had cooked there the previous day, so lucky escape. Don't get that. The owner sh shouted rudely at us several times. I had to stand in the way because I thought he was less likely to assault me than my husband. The staff admitted that in their work that their work lives were miserable, and we are looking for other jobs. Breakfast is a shame to wonderful Portugal. The coffee is dire. The ham looks like dog food. People only stay here as a last resort. The, ho the hotel closes for six months a year, so people are talking with their feet. I was afraid all during our stay that Yona would assault my husband because he got an electric shock. The only positive is that the cleaning staff looked downtrodden but do a good job. <laughs> How does one talk with your feet? You know, like, just like, you talk with your feet as in like, Touch it. No, 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 no. Like, like people talking with their feet just means like their actions demonstrate something else. <clears throat> oh. My shower fell down. The beds were very uncomfortable. My husband had back pain because the bed was so small. Avoid if you can. Sounds like a pretty shit place. Shit place to stay. But yeah. Does it say anything about your kids being abducted? No, because it doesn't. Pretty safe then. All good. Checking it. <laughs> I think. <laughs> No more. No more. No more. Can. I'm sure you've seen a lot of pictures of like Lisbon and stuff like that. Um, have you actually been to Lisbon in your? No, no, no I was just okay. in the south. Um, you must have seen pictures of like blue tiles. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it like um, it does. I mean, I'm sad I didn't go. I've I've heard Lisbon and Porto are amazing yeah and you can smoke weed there you can take loads all drugs are decriminalized in oh, Portugal, yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. yeah that's that's a good thing like the <clears throat> the hiv rate dropped yeah like 50 percent or something um but they're actually they're very progressive for a lot of stuff um interesting to see what they're turning into politically it but did sure. uh, it did bring a trend of people trying drugs up though that's good though yeah, have a dabble. Yeah, you got to try it out. See what you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, blue tiles, Ed. Yeah. Um, or azulejos. I'm just pronouncing it in Spanish, so I'm not sure if that's how you uh, pronounce it. Um, the landmark in the country and cover the walls of many important buildings, uh, public buildings and monuments, usually depicting different moments of history. They're actually really detailed when you look at them. Um, and it's basically just blue paint on white tiles. They were introduced to Portugal at the beginning of the 16th century through the influence of Flemish and Spanish workshops, but Portugal soon learned how to make them 
and started its own creations. The tiles are made of ceramic and usually square, with one glazed side uh, and usually measure 15 by 15 centimeters. Very specific. And they can cover a whole wall like a painting. I saw like a, a painting, of like basically. a huge yeah. one uh, that was on the outside of a building. Yeah, they're on the outside, yeah, sorry. Are they? Yeah, all, they're, oh, sweet. Well, I suppose you can also have them inside, mm. but it's tiles. I'm not sure if people have tiles inside, apart from yeah. like the bathroom and stuff. But yeah, mo- a lot of them are like, on the outside, like the the inside area of like a court. Uh, you know, if a building's got like this, they just look a bit like. Um, <clears throat> so I'm look at the pictures of them now. They look a bit like um, your grand's best plates. Yeah, put on the china out when, just when like, you got when you got guests over. Just stretch the size of a building. They're cool. Mm. Um, you got any famous people? I mean, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo, who is quite possibly the most famous. I think he's the most followed person on Instagram, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Possibly. Probably. Sean uh, Mendes, the singer. I thought it was Canadian. Well, Mendes is quite Portuguese, to be fair. And Jose Mourinho is Portuguese yeah. as well. They're good footballing country for they being are small. the best, right? Isn't the, no. um, isn't the head Portugal. of the... Portugal. Yeah, they're one of the best. Isn't the head of the UN Top Portuguese? Oh, uh, Gutierrez. Gutierrez, yeah. Gutierrez. Possibly, yeah. But N- Nick's partner? Shout out, Luz. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick Stokes. Yeah, Nick Stokes. Shout out, Luz. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's... But surely they are one of the best t- like, yeah, it's, nations it's out there. T- top 10, top 15. Right. Nowhere near winning the World Cup, though. Okay, but they have... No. They've never won it. They, they won the Euros in, like, 2016, but that was... They didn't go into football, but like they didn't win a single game over 90 minutes. They drew every group stage game, got through on like best third placed, which is bullshit rule. How can you and then, not? How can you and well, not it, win over 90 minutes? Can not you win at 45 minutes. Knockout games, they'd always win either penalties or an extra time. Oh, okay. And did the same in the final against France. Also, they knocked out. Um, <clears throat> Wales in the they, semi-final of that Euros yeah. fucking travesty and that was like penalties or extra time wasn't I it I didn't watch the game it's not really my sport but you know, <laughs> I, I, I do have a lot of um, famous it. Portuguese inventions oh yeah so I went deep on that there's there's loads they invented tempura yes I heard about this yeah so they were the first Europeans in Japan and the origins of tempura came from uh, Catholic fasting so they asked uh, the Catholics to go meatless, so they started deep frying their veg. Um, and tempura, the word comes from tempura, which refers to fasting. Oh, like temperance. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Their main contribution. Fifty minutes in. Their main contribution to uh, with inventions is with ocean navigation. They export more than half the world's cork they didn't invent it they invented the ukulele really yeah wow. cool and they they brought it to hawaii in the mid to late 1800s they brought cinnamon and other spices to the western world nautical cartography is a compendium of navigation on geographic maps and the castino planisphere is the earlier the earliest extant nautical chart where places are depicted according to their astronomically observed latitudes so it's a bit like a sextant like a primitive priv- primitive version of a sextant what's the sextant is that the weird triangle diamondy thing that yes yeah. yeah yeah two down, down the sea complicated uh the lobotomy <laughs> is a portuguese invention really nice yeah interesting 
And yeah, that's it's mainly seafaring stuff and a bunch of weapons as well. Like first versions of the cannon. Um, and there's one called the Carrick's Black Sword, which I have no idea what that means. Uh, and a very, very good uh, medicine for epilepsy, like revolutionary drug. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. They're actually, I think they're pretty good in medicine in general. I think a lot of really good doctors, um, or like it's like Spain as well, they're, they're renowned for good medicine. Yeah. Oh, and they invented a, a bunch of different ships, like the mm, Man of yeah, War yeah. ships, which will bring me swiftly on to the Portuguese Man of War animal, which everyone thinks is a jellyfish, but it isn't. What? Mm. Is it not a jellyfish? No. What is it? It's a colony of organisms that carry out specialized tasks. One colony is known as a single Man of War. Um, and several floating colonies together are called a legion. So a collective noun for the Man of Wars are called a legion. So is it a legion of wars? Or it's a legion of Man of Wars? Yeah. So individuals within the colony can't live independently. So you need to kind of think of them more like conjoined twins, basically. So each part of the body is its own organism. So they're called Man of Wars because they have this big floating looks like sails on yeah. top and it's like an air filled sack that that keeps them keeps them afloat then they have so there are four major types of individuals in the colony um, and each type is called a zooid uh, one is specialized to keep afloat which is the thing that it's named after is the man of all ships uh, one is for digestion and one is for reproduction and one for hunting and the hunting zooid are the ones that fuck people up basically um and they make up the stinging tentacles. Okay. Um, and the tentacles can go from... Aren't they like a mile, like a mile, up to a mile 50 long? meters is the... Oh, is, is no, like... No that's still fucking huge. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. But they're, they're <laughs> like uh, venomous barbs instead. So they like, they shoot out like arrows basically into your skin. Nice. Um, but they rarely kill people. There's not many. There's not many people that have died, uh, but I've got information about their stings as well. And you know, there's all those myths about pissing on yeah. jellyfish stings and things like that. So uh, don't piss on it. <laughs> That's what, like first thing they said. One thing to get the 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 things that shoot the stingers out are called nematocysts, mm -hmm. and if they stick to you. Um, they can stay in there for ages, but uh, you can cover the area in shaving cream and shave the skin, and that will draw them out. Shave the skin, yeah. Well, shave the skin off, or just no, shave. Just shave. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I was like, um, shave until like you literally just cut your skin. Uh, but you rinse with salt water or vinegar, but not piss. So why is it that people? Right. Okay. Talk I, to I me. can know my own. I know the answer to the first question. Why do people confuse them with jellyfish? Because they look like jellyfish. Yeah. Obvious. Why did a bunch of organisms come together, and I, I am going to massively anthropomorphize here, and decide that as a collective, we're going to perform the function of a jellyfish? It's the symbiosis, really, isn't it? It seems it's like, like they're, they're five different jelly, or they're five different animal power rangers, 
<laughs> make and a Megazord. And yeah, make, make a Megazord, yeah. but then Megazord stronger together. Stronger together. Yeah. But you even get them in the UK, so they don't have no navigational skills whatsoever. They just float and get dragged away with tides. But the jellyfish have navigational skills. I mean, not skills, but they have propulsion. But do they want to go somewhere, or do they just do it? Uh, well, I don't think they have brains. So yes, that's so. Define intelligence, Ed. Why do they move? For food. And fucking. Maybe they're like temperature based or something. I don't know. They probably have some some sort of receptor cell. So Portuguese man of wars can't move at all. They just fly. They just dangle. So in that case, it must have been. How do they reproduce? How do they? Well, there's there's one animal that is literally just dedicating to fucking. I have no idea how they reproduce. And then how how did they first come together? Just by happenstance. I guess so. (laughs) How many years would happenstance in ages? But I, it, it's weird. Like one one part of it being just for reproduction. Like, does that reproduce the four different parts at the yeah, same yeah. time? It's like it's baffling. But there is there's a cool fact about um, there's a blanket octopus that rip the tentacles of the moth and use them to catch prey. That shows how intelligent octopus are. I know how intelligent octopus yeah. are. Yeah. Very intelligent. They they're not good at uh, transferring that knowledge though. That's the, basically what's holding them back from like taking over the world. I think they so. can't transfer they it are, to their they kids. They are fucking aliens, aren't they? And they're not very good on land. It's probably the they can hunt though on land. Yeah, yeah, but we're not very good. I mean, we've got shit, but like, what stops them from building exactly. something exactly. that? Exactly. Well. That's the point, isn't it? They they're not building landcraft, whereas we yeah, build ships. Be, be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but underwater, like they could create the whole world there. Yeah, their life expectancy is yeah. pretty short in general. Not seen Aquaman. I imagine that's the plot of Aquaman. Basically, yeah, cool. Just an octopus latches onto him. It's like I'm an octopus now. <laughs> Latch onto him, the dick. <laughs> Naturally, um, I think we can. Uh, do you not have a cryptid yeah I do but it's a bit shit so I might just skip it fair it's a bunch of fairy people I'm not <laughs> that's what Ed calls them anyway <laughs> oh my god um, <laughs> no it's this little thing called the um, I'll do it quickly it's called the um, Moros it's Portuguese Galician and Asturian uh, and it's the race of supernatural beings that inhabited the land since the beginning of times for some unknown reasons, they were forced to take refuge under the earth, and they are now seen by people as fans of castros and long burrows. Um, they they work with gold, silver, and gemstones, and make up their enormous treasure protected by um, suelebres. Um, yeah, so they're like some little underground fairy imp lots who do a lot of mining. Mm, that's where it goes from. Yeah. Mm. Get them in. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's moon slaves. Also, what Ed calls them. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I got one more thing. Have you seen the <coughs> the waves? It, it like Portugal's a huge oh, for surfing. You mean for surfing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like up to thirty meters. There was um, unfortunately the guy who had the world record died in January. There. Oh, surfing. Yeah. Oh. Kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. Riding, <laughs> riding waves called the Jaws and Jaws of Death. It's like. They yeah. do look insane, though. It, it Specifically, just, one, one spot as well. Yeah. It's uh, Nazare? Nazare? I, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, the biggest biggest waves. I'm not sure if they're the biggest surfable waves in the world, mm-hmm. but they're pretty fucking well, huge. I'm not a surfer. I've been surfing a few times, but I, I wouldn't call myself a surfer. Um, but why do you... Uh, there must be something psychological about wanting to do bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger waves. Cause it's just must, a fucking pissing contest. Yeah, because you must get to a point where you're like... <laughs> I've, I've probably the biggest wave I've surfed is like a five footer. So, you know, pretty shitty and small. Yeah. yeah. Pure Um But that's five subway sandwiches, Ed. Yeah. Um, no, I got no, <laughs> no, no, 50, 53 episodes in, I think <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> um, but like 30 meters, like there, there must be a level of progression. But uh, it's like, why would you cycle up? Uh, I don't know, like cycle across the Pyrenees when you can just cycle here, you know. It's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. And then you, you get better and you just want the next. So after the Pyrenees, you could do the Alps and then after that, well, good luck. Yeah. You're out. <laughs> good point. Yeah, it's, it's some of the most terrifying video you'll ever see. If if you have a slight fear of water, seeing someone fly oh, it's, down. It's actually, mate, I'm yeah. not scared of water at all, but that, that's height at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too, too, like phobias like heights and but what where do those waves happen are they like are they they're off like they're not too far, far off the coast i've got presumably, some more information presumably there's like a breakwater which is a bit off yeah the coast of the so the waves in nazare are so big because of the nazare canyon which is an underwater geomorphological phenomenon that allows the swell to form mm. perfect giant waves it's the largest underwater canyon in europe it's about 170 kilometers along the coast reaching a staggering depth of 5,000 meters oh my god whoa so it's like the Atlantic just flying towards something and then just getting thrown up, I guess. Um, but people film it from the coast and you can see like lighthouses in the foreground and things like that. It looks fucking terrifying. Cool. Nice. 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 Well, any anything else? Any You got any no. last? I'll be honest. I phoned it in this week on Portugal. Um, oh, I've got a couple. Check. There's a zip line that goes between Spain and Portugal. Um, and if you go from Spain to Portugal, you gain an hour because you cross a... Oh, it's true. Down uh, the British... Uh, which way does time. it go? It's same as here, so... No, no, no. I mean, like, which way does the zip line, zip line go? It goes both ways, I think. But that's I think not how physics one, works. I think you have one... So it's like two towers, then. And you I got guess one so. That oh. uh, and they've got the most advanced ATM systems in the world. <laughs> In what regard? That you can buy, like, concert tickets and donate to charities and it's like a proper interface. But that's what smartphones do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they invented the pay, uh, prepaid phone as well. So they invented burners. Nice. Yeah. Have you ever bought a burner phone? I've never had a prepaid phone. Is it a British thing? Uh, bought it well, it's Portuguese. No, but you ever bought one? No. Not in recent years. I, no. don't, th- I don't think so, no. I had, like, prepaid cards. Like, you had to put money on it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, miss, I miss those days. I don't. It was such a pain. It was a pain. <laughs> uh, they're the fourth safest country in the world. Um, and they hold the record for the most points in Eurovision. Well, at once or in total? Aggregate. Probably aggregate. Yeah, let's go with aggregate. They haven't been up to much recently in Eurovision, have we? No. Oh, we came second last year. We did. I didn't watch it, but whatever. We're having a Eurovision party this year. Oh, we yeah. did last year. Uh, so I'll see you there. I will be there. Uh, I think that's yeah, that's I'm it. I'm, see you in say. El Salvador. Yeah. Hopefully Ed likes uh, Salvadorians more than he likes the Portuguese. Oh, my God. 
Uh, <laughs> see you then. Bye. Ciao.